I'm a professional. Professional. <laughs> Jesus. Hey everybody, welcome to another Nooner Podcast in the Smodco Internet Radio Network. Hi! I'm, uh, we're doing this remote. Remote! Because, uh, well, let's see. Cassandra is um, out sick today. She came down with a case of the millennials. Yeah, she came down with a case of, I don't wanna. Mm, work is hard. Yeah. I have that all the time. Mm. Um, no, we hope she's feeling better, but also. Uh, we do? Well, I mean. Most people with compassion do. <laughs> compassion, look it up. But uh, C U M. P U S H I N compassion. Compassion. Yeah. If you want to join us on the pod on the compassionate podcast, um, we're at Nooner Podcast on Twitter. And you can email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Um yeah, Cassandra hopefully is not um it, hopefully it's just a cold or just on or millennial ennui. But she's COVID. You know it. Yeah, uh, it's been going Everybody around. Knows it. Yeah, my my wife, she contracted it. Mm. Uh, she tested positive. We had uh, been pretty good about it. I at the beginning of the holiday, really? I was I was uh, feeling sick. I had, had a cold, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, what a horrible way to start out the uh, the holidays, you know? And and I went and got a, a rapid uh, COVID test at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And like within an hour of the like meeting my family for dinner, I got the all clear. I was negative, which is all good. And uh, wait, within an hour of meeting your family, when, when I was supposed to meet them is when I got the oh. results. Yeah, okay. sorry. It's and, better to get it um, before you meet them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not a doctor or anything, but uh, well, but you play one on TV, right? <sighs> okay, it's not. Sigh and silence. It's yes and. And here we go again. I thought we were sigh and silence. Sigh of relief. Wait, what relief was that? You were just enjoying just making leaving me dangling. Um so don't do dad think, jokes. Dad think, jokes don't, don't get any improv love. I don't think that that's uh politically correct. I don't think that's his responsibility. You're dangling. It's a it's a cultural <laughs> reference, John. <clears throat> but oh. anyhow, uh, so she's, anyhow, she's fine. She's relatively symptom free. Um, my wife, yeah. So we. Uh, what hotel uh, have you put her up at? Oh no, we're we're like uh, we're like roommates who have been living together too long and just avoid each other and or, or married for ten years. Yeah, yeah, in a mm-hmm. relatively mm-hmm. small. You know, area just like just sort of like avoiding each other. Like mm. when, when she goes through one door, I go out the other. So, um, how do you guys have sex? Uh, you know, glory hole <laughs> through through a sheet. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, still, still the way it always is yep. in the butt, in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> With lots of fans going. Of, yeah. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm wearing a jacket because she opened up all the windows in the house to to create ex- flush, flush out the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, uh, she it's tests- not a fart. I mean, you know, we, you can't just light a candle and open well, a window. You can't ventilate it, but yeah. that does reduce the the quantity of it and the mm. concentration. We got these uh, the, these what do they call them antigen tests that mm-hmm. um, that give you a you know a fairly accurate. Um, you know, uh, presence, uh, test, testing of the presence of the antigens, uh, in your, in your, uh, saliva and your snot. And, uh, she tested positive. Like we were going to a friend's place for brunch and we're like, Oh, you know, they're doctors. We should be mindful. So we tested just not thinking anything of it. And then on the way there, she's like, Oh, we got to turn around. And I was like, get out of my car. And I did that whole, like James Uber home, bitch. Uh, yeah, ejector seat thing. So, right, but she got like a real test. Yes. Then after yeah. that, we went and got a PCR test, which, uh, of course, I don't know what that stands for, but. No one does. Yeah. They made it up. Yep. Um, so a polymerase chain reaction. and Sure. Yeah. And that is a much more sure uh, uh, test. So anyhow. Um and then we had to go and call everybody we were, we were in contact with. Thankfully, nobody has tested positive. Then I had to go over to my mother-in-law's place today to test her. So I uh, gave her a PCR test and also uh, uh, one of those other tests, uh, the antigen tests. But um, mm-hmm. so now I feel like like whenever we go out to see friends, we're going to have to do one of those antigen tests. You know, I, I just seems... Eh, I mean... Not not good friends. I mean, oh, yeah, you yeah. Know. Well, not you I mean, guys. Not for the yeah, podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's been it, it's crazy how explosive it, it's become. I have a friend whose um, his wife is immunocompromised, so they they don't see anybody, and they've been super super careful. He got it. Uh, all these c- celebrities like Seth Meyers, Jimmy Fallon, Whoopi Goldberg, they all uh, got it. Uh, Five hundred. Over five hundred thousand cases a day, infections. A One day. million today. What? Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but so like uh, I hear this number for two years, like X amount of cases today. Well, but these that's are, based. These are positive based infections. On, I understand what the, what it means, but they don't test every human being every day. Well, well these are, one million new cases today. Yeah, they reported were reported right, but infections. They might have they might have tested three hundred million people today. Yeah. Which... So one million new cases today. Yeah. What's confusing about that, Steve? Well, because break down your confusion for us. Hold on, I'm going to write it on a little cocktail napkin and I'm okay. going to fold it up. No, well, that Wrap it that doesn't mean that means they down. discovered a million new cases, but there could yeah. be three hundred million. Like there's no, oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. But it, it's out of whoever decided well, to get tested but, today. But in, in general, like it averages out that people are getting tested fairly regularly, and you can. I'm not. Well, I'm saying that across a population of 300 and something million. Well, but, but they never give you the out of X amount, uh, the the bottom of the fraction, like 300, 100,000 new cases out of 3 million tested. Like, holy shit, that's a lot. Or is that not a lot? Like, I, mean, I, I never know. Testing has gone up for sure. 
So there are like all these. But you you say that. No, no, but you, you don't know that. Well, no, no, no. Because they they have these piece these uh, um, antigen tests that that have been on the market since the spring, and have been like selling for ten bucks for two tests, and now they're selling for twenty five bucks for two tests. Okay, and they're let's out make, of. Let's, and out of respect at, for Steve, and, let's let's and, make let's make wait, a new rule I, and only speak about things we're absolutely sure about. Okay, well, I'm absolutely sure that they're sold out at every drugstore I've went to. Right, and so I've done that, and I've tested it, and I've not reported a negative. Uh, so, like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's just like, a, it's sort of like a somewhat misleading number, because they're not like, oh, today there were, well, because the, the results don't come back the same day. Okay. This is just an aggregate of when the, the, pl the pluses in the spreadsheet get collated every day they're like holy shit there's a hundred thousand new cases that we discovered am i boring you uh yeah, yeah. pretty a much bit. yeah i okay. don't know what your point is steve like you know you don't know you don't know what my point is no no they there are there's an increase of reported infections like of right but, of I, but that doesn't day. mean that uh, yeah i just i like, are are 350 million people infected or not like we don't know so they but they just love this number I believe Louis C.K. was doing it in the special when people were dying and they were like, it's a 9-11 every day. Like, okay, that's, <laughs> this joke was like, well, the 9-11 wasn't so bad because it was only one. You know, it was like 3,000 people were dying a day during the worst part of it. But I don't know. They just keep throwing these numbers at us. Like, okay, but how many people were tested at, that gave us that number of 100,000 in one day? A million. Yeah, a million. But you're making it up. You don't know. You broke no, 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 no. A million were tested uh, tested positive today. A million. I keep saying a hundred thousand. Okay, so out of a mil a, a million people who have it, how many people were tested? Like, what what is the rate of infection? Oh, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not going to have exact numbers of everything. We don't I, know what we don't know. I, all but, I need to know is know protect yourself and it's rates, spreading. I get it. Yeah, but there's yeah. like this number that are like, but, oh my god. But this that's is what you have to go by. You know, that's like how we make policy decisions based on numbers marty i understand you, but did you get uh, tested today i'm sorry did you get tested today i did get tested today and did you were you negative or positive i was negative <laughs> okay so we know there's a million new cases today and at least one million and one testing okay, okay. Yeah. i feel better now yep. yeah all right thank you john for, for those <laughs> those are the numbers for you uh so they're according to the numbers from the cdc i don't know all their data gathering techniques it's what they say uh the, there are five times the number of breakthrough cases with omicron um and it seems super infectious, um, but uh, the yes. UK health secretary said that uh, the unvaccinated are eight times more likely to end up in the hospital from COVID than, I mean, you know, I, I, I guess what my takeaway from that was is like, I, as much as I don't want to get sick and uh, I'm not terrified as I was like before I got vaccinated. So when you get the vaccine, you get both shots and you get boosted, your chances go way, way down of getting getting sick. It's like, you know, 88%. Getting, getting yeah. seriously ill. Getting getting hospitalized or, yes. Hospitalized. Yes. So, uh, and just all the these numbers that, all the things that people are saying, uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the, the representative from Atlanta, she was lying about the, the vaccination deaths on on Twitter got booted. From well, that's her opinion. Let's say I was saying lying. She had, she had an opinion. 
well, that dif- differed from reality. No, she had facts that were different <laughs> from reality <laughs> in, in her mind. Uh, and then you got um, Governor DeSantis in Florida saying we need to uh, we need to increase the distribution of monoclonal antibodies, and and then there are these new antiviral drugs. Those are only given right now. They're being rationed for the people who are most vulnerable, and they're super expensive. And they're only given to you when you're in the hospital, or I don't know if they're only given to you in the hospital, but they're that's the people who are getting them right now. And it just seems like why not just get vaccinated so you don't have to go to the hospital? But of course, that doesn't mean anything to the people who have already. Oh, already anti-vax. So, well, you know, if I were a Republican, and I might be, no, I'm not really. Um, John is, but uh, you know, I, like the last president that was had R after his name kind of started a little uh, brouhaha over by the Capitol. You know, it's not looking real good. You don't got a lot of like, well, we need to uh, repeal the Affordable Care Act. Like, they don't have any. There's nothing sticky with their brand, you know? So it's like, oh, shit. There's also this, like, thing that happened with science and a little bug that has nothing to do with politics or countries or flags. It's like, it's biology. That's how you keep the population down. It's trying to lower the amount of us. So we come up with science to deal with it. And they just, like, glommed onto it. Like, we got nothing. Let's divert attention away from... Yeah, that guy like kind of started a big brouhaha. That was not very smart. He didn't really think it through. As he, I mean, they're going to lose their a lot of their viewership. All you know, these right wing media outlets. Oh, uh, they are some of them. No. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, I that was great. Great analysis, Steve. Yeah. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> but anyhow, I. I like there was a time when I was <coughs> very judgmental of people who did get infected. Yeah, last week. Yeah, last week. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, actually, it, the interesting thing is, is like it happened, you know, within the past couple months, where um, just like, what did they do to get infected? But now I'm just like, there's no, there's no, um, it's just a numbers game, basically. You know, people. Hmm. Um, People need to go out. They need to live their lives. And each time you do that, you take a little risk. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? Well, I, right now, I'm not also as deathly afraid because I feel protected. And um, so that I'm super grateful to all those um, scientists who came up with this stuff and all the, the efforts of the government to distribute this vaccine that has saved many lives and also just helped me restore a sense of, of, of uh normalcy a, a tiny you know maybe a 20 30 percent more more normal normalcy than before <coughs> but i do feel um very grateful yeah we're not a collectivist society it's it's all everyone's like got their own little snowflake feelings and mm-hmm. it's my body and yeah it's that's kind of who we are we're not mm-hmm. we're not set up for this no nope. and you know i, I just like coming through the Beijing airport and having my temperature taken by this giant walkthrough machine, I was like, oh, wow, this would not work in America. But it, it right. did in previous generations, which is so no. beguiling. No. Beguiling. No, no. We, we've always been extremely individualistic. Yeah. Right. But we've also had vaccine mandates in the past. We've, you know, 
there wasn't a huge, the, the same amount of resistance to the polio vaccine as far well, as... Well, it was like my great point that I made that John shit on, that, that that's, there's really nothing behind it other than it's a talking point. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, my gosh. Is that what the point you were trying to make was? That's I think really, so. I, I don't that's really a very know. good point. Ah, nuts. Because before, what you said wasn't that. What did I say before? I don't know. It was like a word salad. I thought you were having a stroke. I am having a stroke. <laughs> uh, but before my wife tested positive, I came back one morning from walking the dogs. Is that a metaphor? And or she's a simile? Like, she's or is that a crying code? on the on the, the seat outside? And I'm like, fuck, what did I do? She listened to the last episode of this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, and then she's just like, shows me her phone, Betty White, dead at 99. Oh. And hey, heroin's a bitch, man. I mean, it really it catches up with you. I mean, we've been telling her for years, for years to just ease up, ease up, just get, get help. She wouldn't listen. Yeah. Well, you live fast, die young. Um, yeah. You know, she was on television in 1949. Yeah, she'd been around for a long, long time. She was the first woman to win a a daytime Emmy for a game show host. Yeah, uh, she was she was nominated for the very first Emmy for Best Actress. She didn't win, but she outlived everybody else who, who won. Yeah, by the time she did win for the first time. Yeah, uh, yeah so she really achieved fame um, like sort of household name fame uh from what i understand in um from the the uh, mary tyler moore show right um yeah 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 but she she had i mean she had the betty white show here in here in los angeles she had i've, I've been uh, reading about her and I was listening to this really great uh book called uh uh the women who invented television and she she and uh, her partner uh on uh was on k-cop which is a, a one of the earliest television stations, KCOP, I think. Mm-hmm. It's still around, right? Mm-hmm. And um, she was originally on radio because she apparently wasn't pretty enough for movies, but she wanted to be an actor. That's what she was told. I know, right? And so she had this show with this guy, and they basically were on uh, television for two and a half hours to three hours every single weekday with no preparation. And they just improvised and made stuff up, did sketches. I wonder what that's like. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's what did, we do. They, no, they mm. they Once improvised. Yeah. Oh, we we don't improvise because improvising. Someone told you that improvising meant that everybody had to re- agree with what you said. No, that's not. No. Oh, see, I'm learning. I'm learning. No. No. Did you say no? No. 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 See, I'm yes. learning. I'm learning from you, John. And yes. So yes. Uh, what happened to her show, the Betty White show, which was on TV in the early fifties or nineteen fifty four? Did you? Oh get- well, it was it was canceled soon after she uh, had an African American man uh, on it. So yeah, Arthur Duncan was a, a a dancer and entertainer and was a regular cast member in nineteen fifty four, and um, they she was criticized for it, and apparently her response to having a black man on her show was I'm sorry live with it and gave also, him more I'm air- fucking him. and gave him more airtime <laughs> and it's terrible oh come on she gave him more airtime after that and yeah. then the show was canceled yep yeah 
That's that's pretty fucking awesome. And she was a big dog person. We're all dog people in this uh, in this podcast. So she had at one point she had up to like twenty six rescue dogs. Um, oh, so she is crazy. Yeah, yeah, she's a crazy, um, crazy dog and, person. Yeah, but crazy like a fox. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you know, a radio fox, not a TV fox. You know. Yep. Um, yeah, she she was great, and there are some great clips that have been coming out. Um, Backs, you know, little sketch things that she did with Ryan Reynolds on the proposal, um, bloopers from Golden Girls. She was just amazing. She was great. Yep. So she, uh, but. Dead at 99, uh, that's called the big bucket of win per the, uh, the, the uh, uh, Kevin Smith ethos. And her 100th birthday is in like a couple weeks, and they were going to have a TV special with her in it. Um, yep. But now they're going to just have her in memoriam for that same special. So that, that's going to be awesome. No, they're going to have her on. Oh. It's going to be sort of like Lennon, you know, not... John Lennon, the, the the leader of the USSR, you know, because he was in, he's still in state. You can still see his body. You can. No, oh. no. Yes, <laughs> no. No, you. No, no. No, I think actually you can again. I think. So I, I, I worked on a show that she did uh, called Off the Rockers. Uh-huh. Actually, with Bill Twatterson, who came in for a week to pinch hit and write some bits that we didn't use. Um, I think that's how I met him. I think I got him fired. I think so. I did, he, he did all right. All right. Don't, that's, not, that's not helpful. What? <clears throat> well, he left for an audition. Like, you don't leave a job for an audition. I'm like, don't, don't go. And he left. Um, you said, fire that guy. Yeah. Well, they're like, what do you think of Bill? And I'm like, eh. <laughs> Um, I think uh, Bill's great. I think he's a lovely man. He he found what he needed to do. Puppets. So uh, she, you know, like shows up and she's, you know, a decrepit thousand year old woman. And she's with this even older thousand year old decrepit man. And I'm like, is that her husband? And he's like bossing people around, telling like whatever, white haired, seven foot tall, you know, like. Oh, it's Betty White's husband. It was her agent. <laughs> it was I think he's older than she is. And I just read a press release from him because now the internet's like, oh, she got a booster shot and it killed her. And he's like, Betty White's agent. And I'm like, A, Betty White is 99. Does she need an agent? Like, I don't think she's moving. No, she and, was she was she was in uh, Toy Story 4 like two years ago. Was she? Yeah. Oh, well, look at him. He's one of those like super old school guys. Like he had all these fossils from the 60s and 70s and he just hit the like lottery with betty white and then he uh -huh. just he was like protecting her like she's not saying this she's not doing that blah, blah 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 but it was just funny this like i expected her to have some young hotshot agent she had a guy older than her why would she need a young hotshot agent i don't know because she mean, she like blew up she all of a sudden facebook said she needs to host saturday night live and she did and she was like the most trusted celebrity, according to, some, according to some like marketing poll. So she was doing, they were throwing ads at her like crazy. Like she, she at the end of her life, she was ad. making bank. Yeah. Yeah. When she was in, what was she in the Cougar Town or something like that? Hot for Cleveland. Hot or? for Cleveland. Yeah, that's right. Um, so when Monty Python had a reunion show in 
1998 at the U.S. Comedy Arts Festival. Uh, they brought out all the members of Monty Python. Uh, and this was um, in 1998. It was after uh, Graham Chapman had passed away. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is at the Aspen, Aspen Comedy Festival. So they brought out a, um, a, a portrait of him and then an urn. And then uh, I think it was Eric Idle um, who just tripped and, and just spilled the whole urn all across the stage, uh, which is pretty awesome. So it was, uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility that uh, Betty White will be at her own memorial uh, TV broadcast. So... Look, but but she would be classy. She's so classy that she would not rip off that same joke. No, it'll be it'll be something else. <laughs> yeah, something else. Like, well, I think maybe her mummified body will uh, be animated using puppetry strings. Maybe oh. Bill, uh, Bill. I don't remember his last name. Bill made a maze. What's his, what's the name of that? Twatterson. I, I keep calling him Twatterson, but that's not know, really his name. His name. No, He's I'm the not... same name as the Calvin and Hobbes creator. Oh, uh, Bill Watterson. Watterson? Watterson. What was the name of his great movie? I Made a Maze. Joe Made a Maze. Steve Made a Maze. Bill Made a Maze. I Made... All of them. Yeah. It was it's released really in multiple territories with different names. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very good, by the way, people. It's a real treat. It's very strange, but it's a strange in a in a really great way. Oh yeah, you'll never see anything like it again. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's actually now illegal to make anything like that because of that movie. Um, that's not true. That's not true. No, I'm trying to be truthful. <laughs> it's really hard, isn't it, John? No, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh my God! Shit. <clears throat> So uh, and then I get back the next day after I catch my um, wife crying and I hear in the other room, oh, my God. And I went in and I said, what? Did Betty White die again? And she was just watching Betty White clips. So oh, we are yeah. a Betty White household here. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. But happy new year, everybody. Happy 2022. And, uh, and uh, we talked about John Madden. We, yes, we talked we about Betty White last week too. Did we? Didn't we? No, I don't yeah. think she had died no. yet. No. Oh. We might have talked about her hundredth uh her hundredth birthday upcoming, but uh yeah, I don't know. I, I forget the what happens as soon as I turn off the mics. But um what how was your New Year's, everybody? Uh mine was good. We went over to some friend's house uh and watched uh we lived by the marina and we watched some fireworks. And uh, hung out, and then I, I drove uh, my son's uh, friends home, and uh, he he has he's got he's twenty, and they're all twenty, and none of them drive. Yeah, and uh, it was fun. It, we I had a nice time. How about you? Hey, Steve, get right up on that mic as you as you chew that cud, would you? Sure. All right. Stay classy, Steve. Yeah. Stay classy. Um, what did you do for New Year's? I did. I was in uh, sleep at by eleven. Uh, the wife was feeling ill, and we thought it, w it was a cold, but it turns out we were wrong. So, yeah, um, yeah. But it's she's exciting. Up. Yeah, it was. Well, it, yeah, 
What am one of my New Year's is like my least favorite holiday. It's like because there's all this hype. Well, I, back in your twenties, of like, oh, it's going to be a great party. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then it just midnight comes around and nothing really happens. The first five uh, New Year's Eves that I spent in Los Angeles, uh, midnight came and I was in the car trying to find a with a bunch of people trying to find a better party. Oh, that that's about that's about the size of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I did that five times in a row before I stopped doing that. Uh, Steve, you made gumbo. How was it? Very good. Excellent. Don't don't elaborate, please. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking about my New Year's. It doesn't seem to bother me anymore that it is this important holiday because my anniversary is the night before. Oh, really? Yes. Cool. So I went out to a really awesome restaurant, stayed at a hotel, got fucked up. You know, like I had I had it the night before. Mm-hmm. And we were noting, like, you should, everyone should just do it the 30th. It's just easier. You can get into restaurants mm-hmm. and then just, just chill on New Year's Eve. So I kind of, I mean, we had some people over, ate some food, watched TV, is, which was really sad because there's like about 15 people at the New Year's uh, Rock Eve. Yeah, whatever it was. Uh, What's her name? Hannah Montana and somebody else. And it was like, ugh, it was in Miami. It's just sad. You almost got to see her boobies. I, I've seen them. It's just the whole thing was kind of sad. But yeah, just went to bed, early, you know, like midnight or whatever. Like did it, hung out, enjoyed myself. But the night before was the, the New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Quiet, small, you know, on uh, New Year's. Very good. A happy anniversary, Steve. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, did your son, John, go back to college? No, he's going back on Thursday. Ah, all right. So he's clear. I mean, he's he is he worried about um, disease? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, but there's uh, and uh, Shelly and my wife and uh, my mother-in-law really freaked out and, um, you know, I don't know. Well, it's it. It looks. It really looks like it's this uh, this new variant, the Omicron variant, is uh, really crazy. I mean, it's it's like it's incredibly contagious, and it's everywhere. So, and nobody is really taking precautions the way we used to. I mean, schools are going back to school. Yeah, everyone is going to. I mean, the hospitals. In February, I mean, January and February, the hospitals, just based on the numbers, are going to be completely overwhelmed. It's going to, especially in those areas that have uh, lots of unvaccinated people and don't have a lot of hospitals, they're just going to be, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible. And, uh, yeah, but but I've been, I mean, I've known, I don't know, I haven't known anybody who... uh, no, I, I've known tons of people in the past like month, I'm sorry, who've gotten COVID. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who never I mean, and they were they were it's it, it's just going everywhere. It's everywhere. I'm I'm really expecting uh to get it. Yeah, me too. Um so uh I I think it's past the point where we can worry and maybe it's just past where it's gonna be what do they call it? Endemic endemic? Yeah. Like that, the flu. That's, that's basically yeah. Do you want to explain what endemic means? 
Well, I think it means that it's it's around everywhere and it's everybody has it. Right. And it just comes around in a cyclical way right. and we just, it's just live with it and deal with it. Always in the population at some mm-hmm. variation of levels as opposed to a novel uh, virus right. coming in. Right. So like in two years, I, I can almost hear a Hannity saying, I don't know what the big deal is. They tried to shut down the entire country. The, the entire economy and it, it comes around all the time and everybody's got it what's the big deal those democrats are all fucking hand crazy people <clears throat> like that yeah. yeah revisionist hannity they'll just call it revisionist hannity you know if you want to yeah but, but john how many times can you shut down an economy you know like especially no, ta- to people I'm t- what i'm saying steve what i'm let me let me try and land my point no no i i, I you landed it my point was that they will uh, they will say when it is endemic and it is something that we deal with every year, like the flu. Right. They'll say, why did we uh, make a big deal of it? And the reason is, well, because like a million people died. And by the time, you know, by the end of this year, we'll be a million Americans at least will have died from this disease, which is a lot. Yeah. Right. Out of how many? 360 million, 340 million. Well, how do we know those numbers are right? Like, you know, they're, they're many, not right. Like, they're made up. Yeah. Kids might be been born in the woods or something like that, you know, raised by bears. Like we don't, a million did you count people them? would be is less than 1%. That's hardly anybody. Yeah. Um, well, it is hard to, you know, it's awful, but at the same time, it's like not a death sentence. It's not a high mortality rate compared to, I, you know, it, it, it I, th- there's no correct response. Like, whatever. Have you guys, have you guys seen uh, Station Eleven? Oh, no. On HBO? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been meaning to. Is pretty it, good. Yeah. That's what I hear. So pretty, it's a, pretty good. It's a, uh, it's a drama that takes place in uh, post pandemic, in the middle of a pandemic, something. Both. It kind of flashes back and forth uh, through time based on a really pretty good book. And, um, and but it, it's a it's a flu that basically kills everybody who gets it, and so like almost everybody dies, and then Spoiler. and then and there's this little girl um, who grows up and and becomes part of a traveling theater, and uh, the great thing about it is everybody's kind of weird in the way that everybody really actually is, you know. Wait, say that again. What everybody's kind of weird. All the characters are weird in like really human ways. Oh, oh, I see, I see. You know, so it's that's and the groups of people they care about each other, and you kind of look. It's they, they, there's nothing like uh, Hollywood typical about really any of the people. Mm. Um, and that that part that part makes it really fun. Yeah. Um, and it, it so it all it goes in kind of unusual and different ways. Um, a little a little confusing, but uh, yeah, you would yeah. want to watch something in this time that's dealing with a pandemic well surprisingly uh it um it it is kind of uh awful that way uh but it's so interesting and and the acting is so good and the writing's so good hmm. that it's sort of uh you get caught up into it um all right i'll, I'll give it a look see um yeah it's it's it is hard to watch something like that in these times i've been trying to do escapist things more um but mm-hmm. but I, I definitely want to see it but um what was i i was playing I, uh i was playing hades the other day last night 
which what's is, that it's a uh just a, a sort of a an action video game oh uh -huh. we lost steve and um it's a just nice way to turn your brain off and just mm -hmm. kill things yeah um, and uh and it's pretty pretty well written and acted and mm -hmm. um and then I was watching a Korean dating show. That was really fun. And uh -huh. uh, I'll probably watch that. And then after I finish those two things, then I'll contemplate um, station. Dating a, dating a Korean? Where was that? No, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, station 11. So, um, but anyhow, I do wanted to just check in with everybody. You know, we've, we've had just gotten through a really shitty year. And I want to know what you guys are looking forward to in 2022, whether it's something personal, whether it's something um, good movies or, you know, the Winter Olympics, the uh, TV, something, you know, season six of Peaky Blinders. I don't know. Uh, what what do you what's exciting for you guys in 2022? Wow. Whoa. Wow. Big one. That's a biggie. Yeah. I mean, it's, this year's barely even started. Right. But you can still have be, look forward to something. Uh, I look forward to a time when we don't endlessly talk about a fucking virus. Hopefully okay. March. Um, okay. That's a start. That's, what that's, about that's, that's a little thing. What about something good that you're like positive to look forward to? I'm positive. I don't want to talk about this virus anymore. And yet you're talking about it. Well... I, I'm using my improv skills. I'm only at level seven. I haven't got to John, who is a grand wizard of improv. Mm -hmm. Triple black belt. <laughs> Triple black belt. No, I'm not. Grand Pooba. Uh, I don't like movies, so no movies coming out. Uh, are they rebooting The Wire? No, I don't think so. So uh, I, I'm excited for The weekend's new album coming out this Friday. Really? Right. Yeah. You like the weekend? His last album is a masterpiece. Really? Yes. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. That's great. I love it. Very, very enjoyable. Um, and what about? Uh, and that's it. That's the only thing you're looking forward to. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to February first because that's when I can drink again. Because I feel like I'm turning into John now. I'm incoherent and sober oh yeah. <laughs> right and you I'm, doing, can't, I'm doing i'm doing a dry jan dry jan can't blame the booze yeah so why, why don't why can't i sleep or make sense i don't know yeah maybe you're demented oh. yeah uh all right that's admirable yeah and you do you do that frequently no never done it before oh. yeah all it's right. not fun I enjoy alcohol a lot. Me too. I need alcohol. I have a problem not doing alcohol. I have very little problem doing it for the first three weeks of January. And at that point, I'm like, eh, it's good enough. That's basically a month, like a month on Mercury. I was thinking like, maybe I'll skip Sundays. You know, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the, the day of of our Lord Tom Brady. Maybe that's a day. No. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to uh, do it. I'm going to do a tremendous amount of cocaine. That's going to be the balance. How do you think I'm stand, standing up straight right now? True. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. That's that's good. So you have your 
basically your first month all set up for 2022 and it's downhill after that you have it's just a bleak bleak pit of nothing i mean can you look past the next well john just said it january and february hospitals are gonna be a mess the fucking news is gonna be talking they're gonna, oh, this hospital is full this hospital has one percent uh, icu beds yeah, available we're not, and... we're not talking about it I know, but like, uh, it's hard to think like, oh, I'd like to go see some music. Oh, I shouldn't go see music. Oh, like I want to go to another football game. Yeah, you probably should. You're going to get, you're going to get the COVIDs. Like, I, I it's mean, hard to get excited about anything. Omicron is, is at this rate, will have gone through the entire population within a couple months. So of, of the US. And then we'll, what's, what comes after Omicron, John? I'm looking and, at Pi. Pi comes after uh, Omicron. Oh, I love that oh, John shit. was looking that up. Uh, it's great. So yeah, pi there. Pi Get and ready. then rho and then sigma, tau. I'll bet they're gonna upsilon, skip pi upsilon. and rho. They're gonna go right to sigma. That's a good one. Upsilon. And then the last one is omega. Yeah, yeah. And what was what were the two before omicron? Uh, xi, which should be chi. Xi or what? I think it's chi. Chi. But and new, uh, yeah, they didn't want to do new because then it made people think, oh, it's the new variant, and oh yeah, and they didn't want to do Kai because that is the same spelling as Xi Jinping, and the Chinese government is very very sensitive. They don't want. You don't did want we do this on the podcast last week? Did we do the that brands should buy the next variant? Like the way uh, that, that the Staples Center, you know, or or should be the Pi Center. Delta no, it should Airlines. no, it should be it should be Starbucks. Like, oh yeah, I got Starbucks. Like that should be like they should sell. Oh, sell naming like a, rights to the yeah naming disease. rights. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I I see. Did hey. I do that here? I, no, no, I, no, no, no. You did that in your head. Um, <laughs> I, I think and now no, I and, think you and you were about that. to do it, but you kind of ruined it. You stole it from yourself. You stole it from Trashy Trashy. Yeah. Okay. Let's start again. New episode every Monday. So, uh, well, you had some idea, Steve, about what? I forgot already. Oh, well. All right. Sounds funny. Keep that up. Wherever that bit lives, it's funny. I don't know. Was it in my head or not last week? Or New episodes every Was day. I on a Zoom meeting? You were doing 20 minutes check, at the Chuckle Factory in your dreams. Check iTunes. Um, John, what about you? What are you looking forward to in the first two months of twenty two? No, I'm really, day. I'm really looking forward to seeing what the Upsilon variant is. I think it's going to be really great. I and, think uh, if you say it in a really fun way, Upsilon. Yeah, Upsilon. Yeah, it's upsilon. a funny word. Yeah. Upsilon. And then Phi. Phi. Okay. Phi. Phi. Okay. Bo, what about thumb, the, chi? things that are positive to look forward to in? Uh, well, I'm planning this year to uh, achieve enlightenment and become uh, a Buddha. Explain. So, uh, and then also, I want to get in really good shape. So, I want to be a really, really like buff, totally enlightened being. You want to be buff, buff Buddha. Yeah, I'll be like a buff Buddha. So, uh, so by you know by November, I'm going to be floating on the beach and have like really ripped, uh, you know, abs. And what, what is the goal of this goal? What is the goal? It's, it's just enlightenment. It's, it's pure enlightenment, which is the absence of suffering and understanding the true nature of the universe. And how does the buff? Why, why do you look so skeptical about that? Doesn't, doesn't that sound good? 
how does the buff part fit in there? Oh, you know, then people will like say, wow, you're kind of buff. And that'll make me feel <laughs> So there's a, an element of narcissism to this uh, noble pursuit. Well, the thing about narcissism is it makes it sound bad. <laughs> it's a negative thing, a pejorative it's a negative thing. thing. So what, what is narcissism? It's loving yourself? Well, if I'm like fucking buff Buddha, what's not to love? Yeah, you'd love yourself too if you were buff yeah. Buddha. Buff Buddha sounds like a failed morning zoo character where they're like, we're going to try something different. We got this guy from Yale. He's wicked smart. He's going to come in. He's going to just, he's got some quips. He's got some bits. He's going to, you know, we're going to pretend he's floating up of, of the uh, console there. Yeah. And it, it, it went to Thursday and the program director said, we got to get rid of this guy. Get him out. Yeah. Kill him yeah. off. I am um, Buff yeah. Buddha. Yeah. What about? I, yeah, that was me. I was on K-Rock for oh. three days. Uh, I was trying. I was trying not to do goal-oriented sort of resolutions or, or whatever. You're just, trying not to make goals. Did you say you did you fail? You sound like you failed to not make goals. Uh, well, no. I, my goal was to develop more, uh, develop better habits, and and it's something that I that has been pretty helpful to me. You know, I, I'm I'm can get really into doing a daily habit. Like, yeah. her, like heroin uh and mm -hmm. and you know if it and with it, it pointing towards a goal like like learning italian and then like um on you know uh what's it called uh duolingo and then just doing mm -hmm. that for for a year and a half and then and then when it comes time to go to italy then having all the you know a disease a worldwide pandemic just make that all that work worthless uh, but anyhow, like that sort of thing, as opposed to no, you could you could get work as an as an Italian phone sex operator. Uh, yeah, I'm a player with your balls. Yeah, but I'm, I'm a, a cup of balls. I'm a player with your balls. But with the vocabulary Talk about a of dead a dead joke, holy shit! With the vocabulary of a three year old, because I just don't have. Quan, come si dice? I want uh, you to make a baby in my mouth. I'm uh, touching you. <laughs> In a sexual way, a sexy, sexy. Oh, fucking sick. Yeah. So I um, but anyhow, that's I I wanted to do that like with uh, exercise and just do more uh, weight work and and then I found um, and then I got tendonitis, so can't do that. Oh no. Yeah. So where in my elbow, tennis elbow, basically in your tendons. Yeah, in my tendons, duh. Not oh. my ligaments, so Good. yeah. Sorry. But no, I'll, I'll I'll get back into it. I'll I'll just gotta heal. But uh, but anyhow, that that was my my sort of takeaway this year of like not to think be so goal oriented, but to be habit oriented. And mm. when you're habit oriented, then you can develop um, goals, uh, or you can you can achieve things or whatever. Just get shit done, you know. Mm -hmm. Um. Does that uh, would you say that is a practice that that you do, John? Because you, yeah, you managed to achieve get a lot of stuff done. Oh well, yeah, sure. I didn't come up with a board game or create a theater or do a an online game show. No, that's true. You didn't. No. Nope. <clears throat> and look at you in that nice house. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> You just have a lot of shit. So in your house. I just have a lot of crap in my house. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, I, I I actually have everything I've 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 achieved 
is because I developed a habit for a little while and, and did it. And then I and then I stopped and now I'm just a, a lump who wants to be a buff Buddha. I think you can do it. I mean you you almost achieved um buff Buddha. I mean, I don't know if you were as spiritually clear as you intended to you intend to be now with your buff Buddha pursuit. But uh, you you were a, a triathlete and Yes. But you know what that means? That means I completed a triathlon. It doesn't mean I did it really fast. No. But I did complete Re a bunch of Remind me what a triathlon is. Just in terms Well, of a triathlon is something that only someone who is really uh, incredibly awesome can do. So that's the first It's a thing. narcissistic sport. It's a narcissistic sport. It's, it's two sport. miles of swimming. No, it's, there, are different, there are different kinds of triathlons, and I would only do a sprint triathlon, which is a, a lap. 5K, a lap pool, <laughs> a 5K, and then uh, usually a 10K bike ride, and then um, a half-mile swim. But actually, you do the swim first. Right. So you do a half-mile swim, and then you do the bike ride, and then you do the run. And the, the run, of course, you do it in that order because you don't want to be doing it when you're tired. And you're in the water because then you could drown. And you don't want to be too tired when you're on the bike because you could fall over and hurt yourself. But when you're really tired and you're going for a run, you could just walk. I'm tired you just explaining that. So, Well, it's a very, very tiring thing. It, it's very funny because they, they almost always happened on Sunday morning. And they would start at like 7.30 or 8. So you'd get there at 6.30 on a Sunday. And then you do this thing which... If you do it the way I do it, it's just like you're just constantly moving slowly and you never and you just keep on going and keep on going. And then you're done. If you're really slow doing all those things, you're done by like 1030. And then, you know, you're with your family and they say, "Yay, John, that's just so boring to watch you do this. Let's go home. And you think you feel really good for like an hour and then you go home and you just pass out and you feel good about passing out because you did something but it's it's anyway it's i'm this that's it all right nice story huh great yeah. story are you yeah. are you planning to do another triathlon as in as part of your buff buddha uh, yeah i'm gonna it's the, the great thing about triathlon is it, it is is really it's a a great thing to train for you know it's a training uh purpose mm-hmm more than anything. So I'm going to definitely do uh, triathlons um, in 2022, yes. Nice. Because I haven't done one in like, you know, four years. Um, nice. I, I support you on that. Uh, I have recent, also recently been reading a lot more comic books because um, I, I got that little, like, tiny little Chromebook thing and I've been getting them from the library. I do want to recommend Something is Killing the Children. It's a pretty cool comic, and you can get it uh, from your library if you have Hoopla. Uh, it's really good. I highly recommend and you, it. And so you, you uh, I've never re read a comic book on a uh, on a device. Oh, it's oh just, really? It's awesome. Yeah. It's oh, it's really, the only way to do it. It's really okay. great. Okay. Once you go that way, it's hard to go back. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's hard to do it at all for me anyway, but because um, I used to read comic books all the time, and now there's so many of them. And uh, then people recommend them, and I go, "Whoa, wow, okay." And then it's not very good. Yeah, I think it's it's better to read it on a tablet um, than it is the actual thing because you know you can do it with one hand, and it's a color. It's, what do you do with the other hand? 
jack jerk off. off. Okay, beat you to it. Uh, yeah, you check you can check zoom in, which I really like. Like, oh, I want to look at that pen a little closer. I want to read that. I can't, yeah, I cannot read that. What the fuck does that say? Oh, cool. You know, you can just, you don't have to read the whole page. You can just zoom into a panel and live uh -huh. in it a little bit. And, you know, on my pad, I've got like a hundred comics. Like there, there's no piles. How of, many did you pay for? I get them from the library. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, and that's, or, or I, I don't know. I pay for, you know, sometimes I, people, you know, I borrow them off people on the internet or I buy some or I don't know. Just, yeah, there are a bunch of great subscription ones too, but I highly recommend uh, going on, just going to the library because it's free. And uh, mm -hmm. what did I, I, I read uh, some of the Avatar um, comic books, which, uh, you know, it's one of my favorite uh, cartoons of all time. Mm -hmm. And uh, the comics are also really good. Uh, Gene Yang wrote a bunch of them. And he mm -hmm. also wrote this really incredible comic book um, called. Uh, it's like a two-parter. It's called uh, Saints and uh, Sinners. No, Boxers and Saints, and uh. and it's about the Boxer Rebellion in uh, in China, and mm -hmm. uh, basically the Westerners came and introduced opium to the Chinese people in a way to enslave them of of sorts. Um, and then, so there was a lot of anti-Western sentiment, but this, in so that's the boxers uh, is that volume is documenting how these villagers fought against the the imperialists, and then saints is how the Chinese who sort of cozied up to the or whatever they they were friends with the imperialists, how they sort of how they experienced the same time. And it's a really, really great, like, you just, you don't know how to feel about it because you sympathize with both sides and it's incredibly violent. Is it a graphic novel or a comic? Uh, is, graphic is novel. They're, they're... I absolutely adore uh, history as told through a graphic novel. I highly recommend you, you read those two. Boxers and I, Saints. I, I'm going to get it right now. I, I really dug Death of Stalin, speaking of Stalin. Oh yeah, that graphic novel. Yeah, and you know, I, I reread Mouse recently. Uh, I reread uh, Persepolis. Like, it's just such. It's so much better than reading a two thousand page book on Hamilton. You're like, oh, well, it's, God. A, it's a different way, and I think it's a. It can be no. More, it's just better. Yeah, it's definitely it's more visceral. Way. It's it's much more visceral. I agree. I like Boxers to pictures. and Saints, and what was the other one? <laughs> He's literally shopping as we're on it's the fucking air. The death of oh. Stalin. Death of Stalin. Persepolis. Death of Stalin. And what was the first one you mentioned? How to how to kill children? Oh, uh, something is uh, something is killing the children, and Some, that is I like my title better. Something is killing. That sounds awful. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty gruesome. It's 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 great. Gruesome. Oh, yep. I'm gonna okay. Back, 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 space, back, back. Um, I got it now. Yeah. What else? Anything? It's else? one of the yeah. only podcasts out there in the Smodco network where they literally read comics on the air. On the air, yeah. Just the titles, not just not titles. and not to you. Yeah, they literally just. You can hear them turning digital pages. Going, mm, no. oh, oh, just a little, a little squeak oh. of a thumb on a glass, you know. Uh, do you, uh, if you're listening, please.
please let us know if you have recommendations. <laughs> Who are you and what are you doing? Yeah, when, why? Why? <laughs> What's wrong with, with you? With all the choices at your fingertips, what happened? Did no, you did we your would phone love your break? recommendations for comic books to read, especially ones that are available at my local library. Uh, yeah, or mine. Yeah. Well, um, Just but, the same one. Yeah. L.A. County Library. And, oh, you do the county? Mm-hmm. You know, there's also the public li- the L.A. Ca- public oh, library. Really? There's two what? different... Which libraries. one do you go to? Oh. I go to both of them. I take oh. advantage of both of them. They both have gigantic collections and yeah. stuff. I just haven't used Hoopla very much. Oh, yeah, it's good. Great. It's really good. And but uh, because you know, uh, because I read, you know, mm-hmm. I just look I at read the pictures. novels. I look I at the pictures. Books. Yeah, um, I don't. Uh, I'm not like you guys. I'm actually literate. Huh? What? So, uh, with. That aside, I was did want to just go through a couple of the movies that are coming out in twenty twenty two. Uh, you got Uncharted, based on uh, on um, the video game. Uncharted. Uncharted. Starring uh, Mackie Mac. Yeah, yeah. And Tom, little Tommy Holland, and directed by Ruben Fleischer, who's a solid, solid director. Did uh, what has he done? Zombieland. Zombieland, I believe. Oh, okay. So it's probably going to be pretty good, huh? That'll be funny. Yeah. Yeah, I just I like saw, the trailer. Looks good. Yeah, I just saw one of the action scenes today. It looked really, really fun. Uh, you know, but it is there's based not on a lot... the, based on the trailer, he falls out of a plane and dies at the end. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of new IP out there. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a lot of oh, but the Northman. That's another one, I and mean, that's me speaking with a lisp. The Northman. Uh, that's the Robert Eggers. No, it's the North Man. It uh, the Robert Eggers one. He he directed The Witch and the Lighthouse. Um, oh yeah. And this is with the one with Alexander Skarsgård. It's basically mm. a, a Norse uh, hamlet with lots of um, muscles and blood. Mm. So and, mm. and Anna Taylor Joy, Anya Taylor Joy, Nicole Kidman, yada yada. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be like uh, the color. It's gonna be little flashes of of blue, and for the most part, it's just gonna be black the different shades of black like uh, the witch but you're not going to know what the fuck is going on most of the time and steve's going to love it i'm going to love it um, yeah. i didn't love wait the what witch. do i love what happened i didn't love the witch but i did love the lighthouse so you love the lighthouse yes um i didn't see it steve how many times are you going to see top gun maverick has that um, come out yet i thought it came out already uh it's been in the can for a while it's supposed to come yeah. out in november Pass. november of this year Oh, last year? Last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, Steve? Pass. Nope. Pass. Okay. No. Uh, so, nonsensical is what, uh, I mean, based on the trailer, nonsensical. Yeah. Well, unlike the first one, it was just so focused. I don't uh, really remember the first one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, we got a new Mission Impossible coming out in the fall. And I think mm-hmm. it, um, the a- Avatar. Um, oh, finally. Thank God. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Um, are, are you guys interested? I think it, it holds no interest to me whatsoever, and it, it probably cost you know three hundred million to make. The uh, the rumor from my friend who works in animation, from other people working in animation, is that there's a way to make animated movies, and James Cameron has decided not to do that. And he's this is basically an animated movie, so that um, he comes in every day with a new idea, so which basically creates a three-month delay so every day he's creating a three-month delay uh, like good sam, stuff sam worthington hasn't been in a movie since the first avatar <laughs> like 
He's just been it's on some, and, some Zoe Saldana. And what was his character's name? Can you name uh, who, who he played? What was his character? Um, Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. Blue dude. JoJo, the dog face boy. Wow. Yeah. I think they really misinterpreted uh, the market's appetite for uh, three more sequels. Yeah. I'm so interested to see if it's how it's going to be received because I never would have thought Titan- a movie about the Titanic would be interesting. Or a big money maker, you know. But uh, one one out of two ain't bad. I I enjoyed it. I really? totally got into it. Yeah, I I, uh. I haven't watched it again, but um, you know, I watched it twice, unfortunately. Yeah, it, it, I think it achieves. It's really schmaltzy and it's really well done. And mm. yeah, from a special effects point of view, it's it's amazing. And, oh, you only mm. saw it once. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah, they got the stars wrong. It was the they had southern hemisphere stars mm. in a northern hemisphere sky is all mm. wrong no, that's that's not the problem, um, that was the problem. it was for me it was for me john okay yeah. uh yeah it's it's but avatar i mean uh was re-released in china so it is now the box office champ again did you know that i did not yeah so so endgame almost made as much money as avatar and so uh disney said fucking a and they released it again for like two months, and they beat Avatar, and then James Cameron said "fucking a" and released uh, Avatar in China again um, for two months, and and so it's now the box office champ again. Um, that's awesome. Good, good for yeah. you. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, what James? So, um, your friend Gail has a movie coming out next year, cheaper by the dozen, rebooting that. What? Gail. Gail Lerner. She does. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's rebooting uh, cheaper by the dozen on Disney Plus with, um, with uh, Gabriel Union and uh, Zach Braff. There you go. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, that's that's really cool. That is awesome. Uh, but, but we also have um, four slated, um, probably just three uh, Marvel movies. We we there's been a, a not that many of them. It feels like. Or not that many of the these mainstream ones. Three but. blockbuster superhero movies are coming out in 2022, and that feels like that not that many. No, no, it feels like in 2021 we had three Marvel movies, but it didn't feel like we had three Marvel movies. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess that's kind of true. But now we've got Doctor Strange, we've got Thor, we've got Spider Spiderman uh, across the universe, and Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Um, yeah. So, are you still on that on that uh, Marvel train, John? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Right. I mean, you know, they're they're for the most part, um, they uh, have a high batting average and and they're enjoyable. The they have good performances, good action sequences, Spider-Man. and they're mostly satisfying. But I got to tell you, that Spider Man across, I was so happy when I saw that trailer, the animated. Uh, oh yeah. Spider Man, because uh, that the that's first one was so good. Really good, yeah, really good. It was like so surprising. Uh, yeah, it was. I loved it. Uh, did you yep. watch the new Spiderman? Spiderman. Yeah, we went 3? out to the movie theater and saw it, and I was uh, pleasantly surprised. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and what about any of the Disney shows? So we just finished uh, the fifth, I think, Disney um, Disney Marvel show. Uh, uh what was it called uh, Hawkeye? Black Hawkeye down. Um, Black Hawkeye down. Yeah, yeah. Hawkeye was silly uh, and fun. Um, I, it, it got better. The first two episodes were dog shit, and then it just got sort of better. Um, 
but it didn't it wasn't great yeah uh but uh, in 2022 we've got um let's see uh i think what's it called um she hulk might be coming out um mm -hmm. and uh let's see I'm not... uh, marvels the marvels is the marvels coming oh out? what is that the Marvels is uh, uh, Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel. Oh, Miss Marvel, yeah, 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 yeah. That's supposed to be. Uh, that looks that, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it looks interesting. That I'm could excited be fun. about that. And yeah, yeah. All right, but Steve, you were never. You haven't seen any of the Marvel TV shows, have you? Um, uh, what's the one? Wandavision. Yeah, yeah, yeah Wandavision. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. Fascinating for four episodes and then just jejune. Um, Jejun. Look at uh, you. Nice word. I'm looking up. Oh, okay. I know a French word, douchebag. Douche, douchebag. I don't think you pronounce the G. Yeah. Um, um, what about? Did we talk about douchebag as a word before? Did I? Did I rant on that? Because isn't that weird that we we all know exactly who what a douchebag is, right? We 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 we, we vaguely. Like, I, I haven't seen one being used yeah, up I, close. I, no, 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 no. What I mean is, a person is a douchebag. Like it's a very specific kind of person is a douchebag. Usually a guy, um, somebody who is kind of uh, thinks much higher of himself than he really deserves to, right? And and so we know what that means, but yet only our we know what a douchebag actually was because we're kind of old. Oh, John, your Nobody, analysis is so jejune. It's devoid <laughs> of significance or interest or dull. Juvenile, puerile, reflections on life, lacking nutritive value. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I think that's fair. It's the only time John's ever agreed with me on anything. <laughs> I bet. No, that's not that's not true. Oh. <laughs> you you don't agree I, with me, but you're just I, saying I, it. I'm just fascinated. Value. How how much television do you ding dongs watch? I I. I like to have things on. I don't necessarily more pay that much than attention. some, not as much as most. Yeah, I, I watch so little television. But, so people, oh, I've seen this. You seen that? I said, I'm still getting through the Expanse, and I'm three seasons behind. Yeah, but I remember asking because at one point you were talking about uh, a couple of years ago, you were, had seen everything, and I'm like, how do you have time to watch stuff? And you're like, I just sit in my and watch on my iPad in bed in the morning. Oh yeah, I was doing that for a while. It's bad. It's bad feng shui. Yeah, it's bad feng shui. Yeah, that's what. That's why I'm so sleep deprived right now because I got up at three and just started watching YouTube. Um, Great job. Yeah. I watch. I watch a couple hours of TV with the family, pretty much every night. Oh, that's um, nice. That's a nice. Yeah, it's group our thing. Sort of a family thing to do. Uh, okay, Lord of the Rings on Prime Video versus the House of the Dragon. Do you have a, a preference, John? I don't know what the House of the Dragon is. It's um, it's the Targaryen prequel to Game of Thrones. Oh, that's a pass. I don't know what Targaryen is. Is that they're a clan? Does that, that mean the... like Jejun in some Dothraki? No, yes, no. yes, Marty. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite day ever. Favorite episode ever. <laughs> Yes, Marty, it is your favorite episode. Yes, and it is. you're doing a great fucking job. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, and uh, your hair looks fantastic. No, I'm yeah. losing my hair. It's yeah, it's it's like 
No, like like literally throughout the podcast, you've lost some. I know. I'm there. It's it's happened in the past like two years. Like, yeah. oh, interesting. Maybe I've had like just COVID in my follicles. I think that you're aspiring to be me. Yeah. That's what it is. I, I, it's actually worrying me. But yeah. anyhow, wait, what can you do? I had you a got good, a five head. <laughs> yeah. I had a good run. What can you do? You can apply chemicals to your hair. Would you do that if you were losing your hair? Mr. Yeah. Beautiful Mane of Hair? Yeah, probably. All right. I mean, doesn't everyone put... Well, not John, obviously, because he's... But, because I mean... Because he's what? <laughs> he's without much thought. hair. Yeah, does everyone use Propecia or whatever? I believe you. Propecia? Or whatever. Like, don't... Barely you go to the store yet. now. You just rub shit in your hair and... It, does does you, that stuff really work? I thought everyone was on it. I thought everyone... Really? Ever, like, you don't see bald men anymore, except for you, John. Really? Um, no. Did I miss the boat? I thought all that stuff was bullshit. Was I, it? And was someone it? is like a guy younger than me is like, so what do you use? And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, what do you use to keep your hair? I'm like, I, just genetics and luck and no yeah, children. Yeah, these stories I'm, where well, people come up to you and say, how? Why are you so handsome? No, they say, no, no. You no. know what? You know what? The, all the girls in school are scared of your gigantic penis. I love how. We all I, John, that's all I, 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 I have nothing but haired penis. That's all I got. Everything else is garbage. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Buff Buddha. 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 Oh, my God. If you want a graying uh, ball of raccoon hair with a big throbbing cock, I'm your man. You've but everything always else been a Buff Buddha. Where's, where's Steve? Well, you see that giant cock over there yeah. with a head yeah. of hair? That's him. Nothing else. No <laughs> brains, no looks. No physique, no, uh, no tenacity, nothing. John, when you started losing your hair, did you? I didn't notice. I don't even know that I have lost my hair. Oh, yeah. See, I, I mean, I kind of don't care, except when I see it in photos. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, look at that. I really thought I was going to end up right up into the mic there, Steve. Into the mic. My, uh, my father was uh, bald by the time he was um, 19. He already lost most of his hair. Um, but but doesn't that mean he has a lot of testosterone? That's what I understand. But yeah. uh, if uh, I, I I don't know if, what that means because he wasn't all that manly. He, I I didn't I I'm not very uh, manly guy. I'm kind of uh, wimbly. I didn't wimbly. Yeah, yeah, I'm wimbly wombly. Oh, wimbly wombly. You're a wimbly wombly Buddha. Yeah, that's why I want to become a buff Buddha. All right. I think I'm gonna get some of that nutrient. Nutriga, like gubaga. Well, now I'm like, just now I'm super self conscious, Steve. Like I'm doing something wrong by not putting Propecia and like. Buying. You haven't. You haven't. You're not watching enough um, male oriented television because all the ads are like, "Hey, loser, you're going bald. You got to yeah. get on it now, today. We'll we'll discreetly mail you." I thought you, you were going to say it's not that hairs. bad. Not that bad, Marty. Yeah, no, no, you're fine. No, that's not good marketing. It's just targeting oh, one for, balding I, guy named Marty. Yes, you, <laughs> you put all your eggs in this basket, so you're gonna. I'm very surprised that your um, your designer wife that didn't come out right. Your wife, who is a designer, isn't like up your ass about. Have you tried this? Maybe you could do that. Maybe we could do a little of this. Like she's not. Oh, you know, no, just started. Just started. So she's like handing you pamphlets and stuff. Yeah, she's like, what? All the hair in the shower is that yours? Like, <laughs> Well, who can tell? It's so much black hair over there. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. 
Uh, my wife laid it out to me early <laughs> on. And she, I, I do not deserve her. She's way. I, I, I married up, or whatever. The, I, you know, I'm, I'm punching out of my weight class. She said, "Don't you fucking go bald." And I went, "Okay, okay." It's a threat, and I'm like, uh, "She's done if I go bald." So I think just by the pressure of uh, her leaving me, I've kept my hair. Your fear is keeping your hair. <laughs> yes, on your head. I think so. <laughs> Uh, here, hold on just a second. Here we go. Mm -mm -mm. What are you doing? Oh, mailbox, is it going to be that? Mailbox, snake your fingers in my mailbox. Beep, 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 mailbox. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> that was great. Uh, excuse me. It's hard for me not to take offense, you know. About what? Um, just, oh, I guess it's in general. Yeah. I've noticed that about you. No, that was <laughs> because are you I, working out whether you should be offended. Well, it's You're me who really says hard it about in this. the theme. It's me that says that was great. And, yeah. And I feel like she's mocking me. Oh, oh. yeah. I I'm getting a little of that. Yeah. I get a, I get a, uh, I'm getting uh, a hint uh, of that. Little of that. Uh. That's the voice she uses. Oh yeah. yeah, I guess that is kind of a mocking voice, but that that's also a good imitation of the way you talk. So. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who the first kid who like came up with that. They're like, wait, what? What did you just do, Jebediah? This is the way you down. Whoa. We got to patent this. We're going to make so much fucking bread, dude. No, no, no. Yeah. The first time it happened, like everyone was just so shocked. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, what, what, what are these sounds you were making? Yeah. When I was a, a young they lad. They put them in I, the stocks. The, uh, a friend of a friend claimed that he invented the silent treatment, which I, <laughs> I believe I went back and it was like referenced in a Mark Twain novel. Like, no, you didn't. You think you did. The great Brain. Did you ever read the Great Brain book? No. Oh, that was fun. But somebody did come up with the silent treatment once. Yeah. I would love to have been there. Well, there was a period of time when humans didn't have language. So maybe that was, everybody had the silent treatment. I think we just came up with the next drunk history. It's us just trying to find the origin <laughs> stories of, you're so stupid. You don't think not speak like that. Yeah, you do get the way you down. Don't speak like that. Jebediah, what are what the, what the thug? Soon after that was invented, I know you are, but what am I? Yeah, who came up with that one? That's a great one. <laughs> I just I found out this. Woo. I just found out this weekend that Arthur Stats, S T A A T S, he came up in 1958 with the timeout to give your kids uh, when they had when they're acting out. So, oh yeah. yeah see so that, that'd be perfect for our, our show yeah that'd be perfect all right yeah that would be oh. perfect if we mentioned that on the who's show. the first dad that's like i need to fart but i want to put the ownership onto my child so i will extend my finger and ask the child to perform a simple tap pull my finger was bill cosby <clears throat> yeah and it wasn't a child it was a <laughs> it was, he stuck it his wasn't finger a up the ass of a woman a who he drugged yeah. <laughs> allegedly <laughs> Our first email comes in from Evan Cardi of Sacktown. Hey, Evan Cardi of Sacktown. Yay. Yay, Evan. Uh, he writes in, uh, title is Happy New Year. Okay. And then the, um, the email body says, 
When was the last time each of you pooped your pants? Love, Evan. It was on the show. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Remember that time when I disappeared? It's because I pooped my pants. Oh, and, and that was just, just... It was like two months ago. It was just because, like, all of a sudden, John just disappeared from the camera. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That That's... um. And you don't do you know what caused that by any chance? Yeah, I had to go to the bathroom right before the show started, and I and didn't. You didn't. Okay. The and body I creates here, waste. I sat here Martin. for. I said, and the show is two hours long, and I On thought it could night. last two hours. Do you and need I was a, wrong. Do you need a timeout right now, John? Let me check. No. All right. He's good. He, he just shattered yeah. his pants, so he's good. John, run your finger down the back of your pants and up through your, your yeah, anus. And if yeah. it comes up brown, you need to go poop. Yeah, do a Cosby on yourself. Oh, guys, I got to go. All right. Um, Steve, you? I can't remember. Well, so there are degrees of pooping your pants in my world. And I can't remember the last like full like, oh, my God, I'm shitting my pants. Oh, I've shit my pants. My pants are full of shit. But there's definitely been recent ones because I wake up having to shit immediately. And sometimes I run to the bathroom and a little squeaks out. So I wouldn't call that shitting my pants. That's called pushing cloth or touching cloth. Yeah. I crowned a little bit. Yeah. And so I got to then like wash it discreetly in the, not the sink. My wife's listening. I go outside and rinse the, the sink. Bottom. It's the sink. <laughs> I do it in the hey, sink Lance with fancy it's soaps. Sink. Oh, Avita. Well, Avita, you're going to have a bad day. <laughs> I wash my poop off my, my undies. But I can't remember the last full out in public. Oh, here it is. I'm shitting myself. It's been, it's been quite a few years. Yeah. Um, Especially during the pandemic, like I'm home all the time. When would you have the opportunity to shit your pants? Well, if you're doing a podcast out in back uh, house and it goes on for about four hours, and you you know that might be understandable. Time. Understandable. Oh, thank God you think it's understandable. I I I still can't comprehend that I happened. I eat large amounts of quantities of food at one time, and I have very efficient lower intestines, so. I, I sometimes don't get a lot of warning that um, that my body is ready to uh, shed some weight, as it were. Um, so, like the last time, I this happened it was this morning. No, it was a, it was a few weeks ago, and I was running with Bruno, the big dog, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta go!" And then I was like, "I'm not gonna make it back. I'm yeah. there's no way I'm gonna, gonna make it back." Were you wearing shorts? I was wearing shorts. Yummy. Oh, gross. But then I'm just no, going. Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Just what color were the shorts? Brown. Oh, oh, before? White. Uh, yeah. So the tall, uh, tall socks over those big hams down do by you your knees there or little, yeah. little shorty yeah. short shot. Talk, tell me through your socks. No. Talk, talk me through it. So I'm just going through my mind of like, what can I do? Like, how can I just, how can I survive this? And then I realized, okay, there's a, someone in the neighborhood who's getting some, uh, some renovations done on their house, and there's an outhouse in front of their house. Oh and my god, really? Yeah. And so, like, I, I can't really, couldn't really sprint, but I was sort of waddled my way like two blocks, which was just like I really thought I wasn't going to make it. And I 
thank God it was unlocked and I just yanked it open and literally it was flying out my asshole when, before I sat down. And, wow. and then Bruno was like leashed outside an outhouse. So th there's just was, an Was out he laughing? Uh, yeah, I think so. But there was yeah. a basically an outhouse with a leash and a giant dog hanging outside of it. I mean, if I took a photograph of that, I'd probably win a Pulitzer. Yeah. I think so. Like you're like this. There's so much going on Fucking here. Culture. You win a Nobel Prize for yeah. that. Or in photography. Or you be you know get uh, voted to the top of some Reddit subreddit. So. Yeah. Would you be even better than Nobel? Oh, m much, much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but see that that's my experience. Almost every morning is, I wake up and I run. Like I can't. It's like you. I have a very efficient lower intestine, but. It's just I've trained myself to mornings, and there's often a morning uh, I just can't run fast enough. And you know, this I have to say, this is the best question we've gotten. I all was year. going to say that as well. All year, like, yes, definitely. It, it has generated the best question, the, the most 20, conversation. 22. Yeah. Oh well, I would say I would even go back another year. Um, clearly, yeah, but we get some real fucking stinkers. No offense. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> Uh, no pun intended. I didn't even think stinkers. So yeah, it, clearly Evan knows us well that he yeah. knew that. Does that he want to do the podcast for 10 years and we can take a break? Oh, yeah. Mm. He seems to know the brand better than we. Um, let's see. Um, oh, rosemary oil and shampoo is supposed to be good against hair loss. Anyone else hear that? No, Tyson. I had not heard that before. Um, rosemary oil and, and what? Uh, in in your scalp to uh, in your shampoo to to fight hair loss there are a lot of antioxidants in in uh, uh rosemary oil do you think if i if i start now that i'll get more hair back i think so i think you should absolutely do that all right i'm gonna do that right now no uh, um all right so that's it for the mail sack oh okay good yeah so can I, I guess we should stop so we can all go to the bathroom. Um, well, I already shat my pants, so I'm good. Okay. I'm going to do it now. Yeah. All right. Um, Steve, what do you got? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I can, I can kind of smell it in my, I, I can imagine the smell of one of John's fetid turds. Oh, I've been taking this, um, you get them at like Chinese supermarkets, this like dieter's tea, which is just a euphemism for explosive diarrhea. It just eats through your stomach. It's a diuretic. Oh, does it have like licorice root in it or something like that? Uh, yeah. It's yeah. a non-caffeinated like, oh, um, are you a little too heavy from the holidays? Uh, it's got laxative in it. Not, it's, not. A, it's basically a, a natural laxative. Yeah. And uh, you can feel it gurgling through your lower intestine. Um, and it just produces the stinkiest shits. Like I think just I think that's you that's producing the stinkiest yeah, shits. I'm I'm pretty bad. I'm I, I think, and I think that's a good sign. I think that means you're healthy, or at least that's what a guy in college told me, and I've just stuck with it. Um, but man, oh, this morning I gotta like. You got to go in there and light a candle. Like, well, why don't you go light a candle? You're in there. Like, you're afraid uh, of the explosion that might <laughs> just come out. This ball of like, fire. She's no like, kidding. Oh, 
I'm trying to develop um, smell canceling nose cones instead of like earphones, oh, yeah. but her for her nose to just oh, push. Yeah. Really help her because we have a uh, we have a dog, a new dog named Callie, and she's still she's about a, probably about uh, ten months old now, and she has some uh, some kind of some kind of problem. So she farts. So we're all sitting there with our you know having our hour or two of television gathered together, and the dogs are in there. And they're all laying around, and every once in a while, she just lets one rip, and they are the foulest farts I've ever smelled, and so. Our solution is not to lock her outside or or have her be in another room or get her medical the medical attention that she desperately needs. We all bought these personal little fans we hold up to our nose. It's such a like Elizabethan. I, I feel like that would you know, I just I, I we're can all see just that, sitting there watching the great, watching the great, and then uh, one one person goes, <laughs> and then <everybody> goes. <laughs> I, if I, if you're if, if the rest of the listeners are not watching the great, you are missing an absolute oh, delight there, of a television show. Are there good fart show. jokes in that? How do you have time uh, the, to watch it? I, it's the only show I'm watching. It's the great. Oh. Hey, uh, and the expanse. speaking of the great and Nicholas Holt. So, uh, based on your recommendation, I watched all the way through uh, Fury Road. Yeah, and you guys both think it's really just fantastic film. Yeah, and, and it sounds um, like you do too. Well, no, I, I mean, I, I thought it was, it was well, incredibly well done for what it was, but it wasn't really aspiring to do, do very much. Is that, would you, would you grant me that? Or do you think it was, had some kind of deeper meaning? No, there's no meaning to it. I mean, okay. no, it's a, it is a, uh, it's a shaggy dog story, basically. Yeah. Sure. It's, it's, it's wages of fear, but fast. It's what? Wages of fear? But fast. Yeah. Okay. You know, like yeah, a character has to incredible action. Yeah, a character oh, has to get, get get from A to B, and there's some problems, and they go back to A, and yeah. they're changed. Like that's it. That's all you need. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, is John Wick about anything? No, but uh, nobody's ever told me that it's one of the better movies ever made. It's one of the better movies ever made. John Wick. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really well, I have to go watch it now. Yeah. <clears throat> I. I just think the world building in Fury Road is so great, and the movie just starts rather than a lot of expo- explanation, exposition, care- people talk. I, I just, I don't know what I was complaining about Matrix Resurrections, and I'm like, God damn, there's so much talking. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is a movie where you're you're living in a computer simulation and fighting computer programs with who. Sometimes do kung fu and sometimes shoot. Who knows? Or like sometimes just, just jump out of windows at you. Yeah, like there's just a lot of jumping and punching. Like, well, then jump and punch. Mm-hmm. Like, don't I don't I don't want to hear your thoughts on on being the buff Buddha or whatever the fuck the the central theme. Like, just go. And I feel like you just Fury stole that Road. from me and and made it dirty. Yeah, by yeah. associating it with Matrix Resurrections. Now I that it goes my fucking year. It's just. No, on I was. I'm you. like. I, li- I like. I like the Road Warrior. Like it's cool. I like. I like dystopian. Oh, yeah. And it's meaningless. He's just. It, it's not a western because it's not set in the American post Civil oh, War that's West. Not, that's not but it, it has the elements of we got to get this wagon over there. Oh, like a western. Like a western. There's precious cargo in it, and there's an you know. I don't know. It's it's a western, but it's not because John refuses to allow anyone it's to, a western but 
Uh, it yeah. has conventions of, of that type of storytelling, and I like. Yeah, I like. That. Yeah, I got. Do you ever see? No, never mind. Go ahead, John. I was going. Do you ever see Apocalypto? Yes. Yeah. I, so it's I, a, it's a kind of a similar film. It's just basically an action. Yeah, but it's on foot for the most part. Right. Right. I got uh, in a discussion today with a friend who saw Train to Busan for the first time, which I uh, I really like. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, it just kind of was, you know, I just thought that like, kind of wanted to know why people, like why there was a zombie at, like outbreak. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, what movie, what zombie movie ever explained it in a way that's satisfactory or, in- you know, or interesting or like, you know, that's not why you watch zombie movies. You watch zombie movies to say like, to think like, what would you do in that situation? How, you know, what, what, like the, the plight of being surrounded by zombies. I don't that's know. a, that's a dumb note. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cause I, I think we can yeah. agree on that. Yeah. That's a, fir- that's a first for the year. All right. Yeah. 2022 is starting out great. You know what? I never thought when I saw star Wars is the force. Like, can you inherit it or, is it medical? Is it a and is it yet, a, and yet George Lucas really thought it was important to explain it to you. Yeah, well, he's fucking stupid too. I mean, that's a dumb note that he gave. I mean, he made the movies himself. He was like, "We should explain this," and then everyone, where we've not stopped talking about midichlorians, mm-hmm. just every day. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Furthermore, like, we should explain the trade uh, imbalance across the galaxy. That's well, that actually exists in our world. Like, I can understand that. It's not a wonderful way to start a movie with like or in the trade the disputes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't need to. I, understand. I, I enjoy a chick in a eighteen wheeler just heading off into I know, the desert. I, yeah, I didn't. Need like to that's know a better way to start a movie. Like all the fuel reserves in you know in uh, southern Africa to appreciate that movie Fury Road. Yeah, but what? you know because it's about fuel, right? Yeah, I, I I don't know. It's for me, John. It's like the right balance of it's about something. It's talking about our. Our, our love of cars and how it's going to ultimately destroy us. And it's just a fun movie. It's just fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's excellent world building. You have to give it that. Absolutely. Yeah. And they, you know, they're like all oh, their, their steering wheels and that sort of religious. Yeah. Like, Oh, that's, so, it's like, Oh, that's cool. And then it just moves on. It doesn't yeah. like have a 30 minute scene where they're like, I am the vicar of, of gasoline, and I'll tell you this. Like, uh, I get it. They're so cars are their religion. Moving on. So, John, yep. what is an action film that achieves the depth that you expected from Fury Road? Oh, I, I, I didn't, I didn't uh, expect. Well, uh, based on yeah. based on people's like people like me and Steve touting its its wonders. Like, what is what what. Uh, evoked this well i'll tell feelings. you i'll tell you I, I don't i mean i i didn't i didn't uh so just let's talk about the the films of one great filmmaker um george uh george miller miller um like one of my favorite films ever is babe he didn't direct it <clears throat> different babe? george miller yeah he didn't direct it he just produced it and wrote it i think but- oh but uh yeah different dude he, then, uh, he never mind he directed babe a pig in the city which oh, is okay. also like a bit of a shaggy dog story but also an awesome awesome movie 
Well, ba Babe, uh, so Babe is is a very uh, seems like a very silly film, um, and um, every time I've watched it, I've seen it like four or five times, and every time I watch it, I say, "Wait, is this the movie that I love?" Because it's about a talking pig, and it's got mice as a framing device, and it's uh, about singing. something, and I think it's pretty deep. It's amazing. It get it, and by the end, I'm sobbing, you know, and so that's the thing about. Um, uh, I didn't. I didn't have any particular. I didn't learn anything about the human condition um, uh, from Fury Road, and um, but I. I did learn that George Miller is the best action director on earth. Yeah, because no I, question. I. I had no question about where everything was, and there was so much invention. Like you said, not only just a, the world building is fantastic, but also like you know. It's like, okay, so and now there's a bunch of guys on really long sticks who are going to like go back and forth. And, yeah. Is and that the, practical? Doesn't matter. Doesn't Doing it matter. this way. And the, and, and the, and the, to, to cut from one shot to another and to maintain um, the exact like uh, position of all those different guys going back on, it's just, it was, it was, it was like watching it going, how is this possible? Even with digital effects. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it didn't feel over-directed where, no. you know, like certain super famous directors, you're like, well, they had every tool and every toy and they overthought it. And it it it's not like, look at me, look what I can do. It's just you're I, I feel completely like he's got me in his hands. Yeah, he, he and his wife who edited it. And like I'm I, there's never like, OK, Michael Bay had a shot in um, Pearl Harbor of the, from the point of view of a bomb being dropped out of a plane as yeah. it fell into the battleship. And, you know, I'm sure in the meeting it was like, wow, that's going to be cool. And I watched it and I was like, why, why are you showing me this? Mm -hmm. No, the bomb doesn't have a point of view. Well, what if we put a camera there digitally? And like, you could do that or you could just do something that doesn't make you the audience go, Oh, you're showing off because you can do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I I never felt like the movie was over directed or over. Yeah, it's certainly under edited. It is not like a Michael Bay movie. Right, it is elegantly edited to the yep. point of you don't realize there are cuts, which is great editing. Yep. Where a Michael Bay action sequence, you're like, please stop, please just just. Where am I? What's where am I? What's who's right. he? What which, is, is that a bad guy? Where where are we? Where are we? Reason. Where are we? I've lost track of. Another but reason I mean, why to watch, uh, why you should watch John Wick. There's some incredible choreography that's all done in big long takes with like just, just to a, uh, to like a hair, a hair widths of precision. Mm -hmm. It's really great. I uh, can't think of any uh, movie that um, an action movie that particularly um, made me. Um, I guess yeah, actually, uh, Terminator Two kind of. Oh yeah, to mind. that's a great one. Yeah. Um, and, uh, no, I can't think of anything else. But, so, you know, I, I was going to say star the original star Wars is pretty darn good. Yeah. Um, Tyson has not seen avatar. Do, should we suggest he watch it? Yeah, sure. Right. I mean, every, almost everybody else on earth has seen it. You might as well see it. Uh, it's, it's, it's not bad. Uh, it's not great, but it's not bad. It's pretty bad. Well, no, really? if I you're not think... seeing it in a movie theater in 3D, and I was like, oh, cool, there are these little creatures he's created, and they're flying out at me. Like, that, oh, that was cool. And then I was like, what's this about? Oh, God, it's so, you know, it is written Unobtainium. for. Unobtainium. 
It is written for the grandmother in the back of the theater who may have fallen asleep for a little while. Like there's a catch up scene every about 15 minutes. Like, okay. Like unobtainium is worse than a George Lucas, like, you know, naming midichlorian or naming a, a villain like Greedo, you know? Like so, what's his? I, I what's gotta his say, thing? I gotta say, that the only thing that George Lucas is really good at was naming things. I, yeah, well, I, I, I Greedo's not. I, I like Greedo. Greedo's good. All those names are good, Marty. Shut up, Marty. Sorry. sorry. All right. There's some stinkers in the uh, the prequels uh, of names. Like there's like a Count Dooku. Like no no one in the meeting went. Um, am I gonna be the one who has to say George? George, me. I'm. Executive producer, along with everyone else here. Um, <laughs> Count Dooku sounds very close to Count Doodoo. Well, we're making a children's it was, film. It was like, I was thinking it was Count Dookie. Uh, yeah. uh, no, I, I had no idea that it was so close. All right, well, George, uh, maybe. And if... while we're while we're talking, George, uh, the the trade separatists are uh, could be an offensive, and also uh, the Jar Jar Banks. And uh, this actually, it's this whole film is just filled with terrible shit. Oh, you mean Dooku? Uh, well, well mean we Dooku? got Count Dooku. We're going to see Yoda really unleash hell in that one scene where he's very small, but he's jumping around yeah. quite a bit. So you know, I stand by my, my George gotta, Lucas naming thing. Yeah. But I, it, uh, it's not as, none of them are as bad as Unobtainium. Unobtainium or Inobtainium? Unobtainium. Unobtainium. It is uh, unobtainable. Yeah, I'm going to spoil this for you, uh, Tyson. That is the metal that they're searching for it's more rare than vibranium or adamantium but um mm. yeah there you go yeah avatar is a very cool idea that just didn't have the right opponent you know there's like a bad business guy played by giovanni Rabisi, and he's ridiculously miscast almost as miscast as Paul Reiser in Aliens. I was thinking, oh, so yeah. there's a Paul Reiser character. Yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that guy. Yeah, J James Cameron's like, I need a villain who represents the corporation. Give me the guy from Mad About You. Uh, I, I, I that 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 is that is that is so nuts. That's what he says. And I I, I ran into him once on a stage somewhere. And he's like, "Where's uh you know stage six? And I'm like, "Do the line from Alien." I'll tell you. And he went, "No." But I wanted to hear Paul Reiser go, that that is so nuts when they're confronting him at the end, like, you set this all up, you tried to kill us. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a bad villain. So yeah, James Cameron's got an issue with villains. He's I was just... happy to see him die. I was I was into it. Does uh -oh. he oh yeah, you don't even uh, does he die? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember. Yep. Wait, Giovanna Rabisi or Paul Reiser? Uh, Paul Reiser. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Did anyone try to watch the um, the climate change movie? The 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 sky is falling. Don't look up. An inconvenient truth. No. Don't oh yeah, up. yeah. I I tried to watch it a couple times. Yeah. How far did you get? Uh, I ended up uh, about halfway through. Um, and uh, yeah, I it wasn't. I don't think it's as horrible as people are saying, but it certainly is a waste of. A gigantic amount of talent. It's not very subtle. Um, no, 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 it's not subtle. No, and it's not super funny. It's not as funny as it thinks it is. No, but... and it's certainly it's not very good satire, and and it's not going to change anybody's minds. 
But there's, there's yeah, like what? What's there. the point? I, I, is it? It's well, for liberals like you two guys who are going to be like, yeah, right. It. They explained that it was uh, it was a metaphor for the climate crisis and the way we're ignoring it. But mm. um, it was not really plausible because the we would actually um, behave very differently if somebody said that there was a yeah. I, I we we go. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't news. buy any of the reactions. That that was no. the thing. Is and that that's was why, it. that was really hard to buy into the reality of the world, even if it's a, a satire. You know, I don't think um, that there was a balance to be struck there. But you know who I really did like was that uh, Leonard Leonard. Yes, Duke, I was just to say Duke, that guy actually Duke can Real. act. Yeah, he's great in it. He's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, he's Leonard Leonardo, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, and wow. this made guys, me want to see being, him. In, you guys being funny. No, that was Marty. I didn't, a, I didn't uh, partake in that uh, naming thing. It made me want to see him in a better movie. So, yeah. uh, he there's not a bad Leonardo DiCaprio performance. I don't think. Um, I could go at any time. Yeah, no, there's not. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 is that bad though? I mean, I, when no, I no, saw it, I'm like, hey, they great. taught this uh, special needs kid to really fucking act, and then I, oh, that's that's a not yeah. a special needs kid. Yeah. You're talking Ooh. about Gilbert Grape? Yeah. yeah. What's eating Gilbert yeah. Grape? No, he totally stole that movie. Yeah. And I thought, I mean, even they, he got shit for Blood Diamond and his South African accent. I thought he was fine in that. I liked it. I liked uh, one of the hardest accents, according to my YouTube research, <laughs> where they're like, uh, what are the top 10 most difficult ac accents for actors? Uh, South African is the most difficult, according to oh, no. Vox. All you have to do is <laughs> just say, but he's black. And you're done. Blick. He's black. I thought he was good in that. I, I've not. I've never seen him like. Oof, boy, he blew that performance. You know what was funny was uh, in that movie. I don't know if you guys saw it, but in Don't Look Up, he uh, he goes into uh, a talk show, and they they he's he's this nerdy scientist, and he does a really good job of playing totally. a nervous nerdy scientist. And then the uh, they they shave his beard a little bit, and they they cut his hair a little bit, and all of a sudden everybody thinks he's really super attractive, and it's it's very funny. Oh, intentionally funny or no, it's not not ha ha yeah. funny. Just no, it's mm. just it's 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 one of the funnier things about the movie. Oh, all right. Actually it's not funny. It's never mind. You got uh, everything I can we can we go run back and uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll cut that out. Don't worry about it. Okay, great. All Thanks. Right. Uh I I was just thinking like you were talking about uh best action directors, and I think the other action director who I really love, uh his batting average isn't as good as um, George Miller's, but uh, that Sam Raimi, I think, is a great action director. Oh, yeah. And so I am looking forward to in whatever the the new um, Doctor Strange because he, he directed it. But Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And it, it's interesting, you know, because I, I think, you know, he did a great job with the first two um, Spider-Man movies and mm -hmm. two thirds of the third Spider-Man movie he did a great job with. Uh, but I didn't actually see that one. Uh, it was um, it, I I actually enjoyed it, but it like of course everybody talks about the the dance scene and it is ridiculous. But um, uh, the like I just think he he handles direct uh, like action. He moves the camera just as much as George he really Miller. Does. And uh, I I think that this movie will be good. But I do wonder if being hamstrung by the kevin feige like worldview of of the mcu uh is that mixing my metaphors but if that is um 
going to hamper him as a director, you know, as a storyteller. And that's one of the reasons why Edgar Wright left Ant-Man. And he talked about, I listened to an interview about that. And he was just like, yeah, it wasn't like, there was no acrimony. It was just like, uh, that wasn't the movie I wanted to make. And I didn't want to be stuck hamstrung by, you know, having to put in funny cameos. And I just wanted to tell the story of Ant-Man. And, you know, I respect that. And he also understood that that was not necessarily the the Marvel way of doing things. So I wonder if, uh, so I'm, I'm hopeful that Sam Raimi has, uh, can, you know, make it his own. Because, mm -hmm. you know, because like all the, all those action scenes are previsited before they even get a director, you know? So, um, it's hard, sometimes hard to see who, who the director of a, of a Marvel movie is, you know? Um, because like the, the Russo brothers did not learn how to do epic battle scenes from doing community, you know? Um, right. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. They had the, they had the squirt gun wars and uh, i know. take it back i take it back forgot about the squirt gun wars and i forgot about the the big sheet maze whatever yeah i think action is like it's part the director and part like hiring the right people to photograph it and the right people to edit it and god damn like i just remember seeing fury road i'm like that was really well edited like it, it is, I think she was nominated for an Oscar and it's his wife and she's like an accomplished editrix on her own. And, you know, I know people that work with Michael Bay and he doesn't, he doesn't plan. He just goes there and he looks at the set and he's like, put a camera there, put a camera there, put a camera there. And I watched an editing doc and he's in it and he's got six editors because yeah. he shoots so much footage and he, they, he's like, these guys saved my life. You know, they saved me out here because he doesn't have a vision. Make any yeah. decisions. And, and then so still they're had, just, with that in they mind. all had yellow tablets and they were all sitting yeah. in an edit bay with him like, oh God, what, what do we say? What do we do? Yeah. And you he know? still had to recycle like footage from the island in one of the Transformer movies, which is crazy to me. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I don't think it's like, you can do other things. You don't just have to be an action director. It's like hiring the, having the right team and then the right kind of like, huh, boy, there's a lot of shots real quick where you don't know where you are. Like we got to change this. And I, I think Michael Bay just, I don't know why I'm picking on him, but I like uh, to pick on him. Well, you, well because he's really successful and he's yeah, really awful. You, you've spent a lot of time picking on people who are more successful than, than all of us. Um, yeah. And it's fun. Uh, so, uh, for those of you who don't know who I, what I was talking about, in Transformers Dark of the Moon, there are two shots that uh, that Michael Bay, or I'm sorry, his team of editors pulled directly from the island. And the island? The, yeah, the movie he did with Ewan McGregor and Scarlett Johansson, oh. which is actually, I like that movie. but um, oh. It's one of his better movies. Yeah. And, but, it's uh, not saying much. Yeah. So, there are two like car chase pieces that they pulled and, and put in there. So, um and let's see. Oh, so JP said Avatar has the lowest conflict to runtime ratio of any movie I've ever seen. That's a great ratio. That that, that should be how we measure movies, conflict to runtime. Uh, he says, quote, should I live as royalty in a beautiful utopia or go back to my sad life with the comically monstrous humans? Compelling. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And you just ruined it for Tyson. Well done. No, that That is awesome. 
Love it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I wonder what the and he's going to drag that out for three more movies. So we're oh we're in we're in for a treat, folks. Um, okay, let's wrap things up. Um, Steve, how's everything going in your world? Very good. Yeah. Very uh, interesting to spend my holiday break editing season two of Subterra and listening to your voice constantly. <laughs> Even like, after you were done, you were just like, I got to listen to those those deep cuts one more time. And it's shocking how good an actor you are and how bad a podcaster you are. I know. I don't know what the problem is. It's, I, I mean, I'm listening and I'm like, oh my God, he's so good. And you know I don't like to give compliments. I don't like to give you any positive feedback whatsoever. And I'm listening to you, and I'm like, oh, I hope he says it like that. Oh, he did. Like he's. It's like as if you're like directing yourself. I'm and just hearing just, your voice screaming at me. And it is um, really coming together really nicely. And I'm just beyond excited to release it. And just, I don't know. You're just very good. And I pick on you constantly because I'm a bully and insecure. But uh, at the end of every show, I must tell you how actually genuinely talented you are. It's like after a, a, a BDSM. Because no one is listening at this point. Right, right, all right. They're, all gone. They're all gone. It's like, after, yeah, I, I feel like after a BDSM session, you're just like, yeah, you're all right. And then just send me on my way after just wrecking me. That was a beautiful moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm excited to hear it. It's a it's a really fun like in speaking of world building this explodes out the the scope of the first uh, season so it's gonna be really cool uh, so that's something for people to look forward to uh, John Sylvain what do you what's going on with I the, got nothing yeah I got nothing going on uh, well you and, got Buff uh, Buddha in the making you know yeah I got nothing that I can share with anybody. All right. Um, but uh, I'm thinking maybe I'll uh, I'll become a a buff Buddha and then I'll write a book about how I became a buff Buddha at the age of uh, 87. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, all right, I'm going to be watching episode three of of Single Inferno, Inferno Single, something like that. Um, as soon as we're done here, which is the okay. Korean dating. Uh, show reality show that i'm watching mm -hmm. and uh and it's it's unlike other reality shows i have to look at it because their subtitles are also i'm just i don't i have i don't know what's going on so, yeah yeah what's what's the what's the, the twist what's the weird uh, twist it, there isn't one the the people aren't clawing each other and getting drunk and sleeping with each other they're just sort of talking so that's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. it's like foreign. Yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. Um, you know, I'm only a couple episodes in, so we'll see what happens. Mm. Uh, so everyone, tweet or I'm not tweet. Email us or or sack. Be okay. Don't it doesn't have to be poop related though. Evan, we loved your email this week. Uh, it should be poop related. related. Yeah. Well, if it happens to be, we won't not read it, and. Uh, let us Wait, know what. No, we should make that rule because maybe Steve won't be writing to us about poop, and then we wouldn't have to read his. Oh so, no, no! If your name is Steve, you cannot write in about poop. Is that right? Or should I, don't, I think that we? I think you screwed that up. Okay, sorry. You, you, you give the rule. Let me say this, Steve Owens. You didn't write this week. 
Oh yeah. What's wrong? Are you okay? Should we should we go to Texas and send out a, okay? a search party? Start a podcast on the mystery you know of the missing yeah. Steve Owens. Yeah, obviously he's on a hunting trip. If you know oh, what I mean. Oh, Jesus wink! Christ. The greatest prey of all. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. Oh, yeah. I think there's somebody outside my window. Oh, I just shut. Oh, my <laughs> again, <laughs> third time tonight. Third time's the charm. Okay, well, yeah. Tweet in at or email us uh, what your movies you're looking forward to. Uh, how about a, a comic book recommendation? That we yeah. can read on our digital devices. Um, Tyson reads his comic books on his phablet, which I guess is a, just a big ass phone. Um, and uh, yeah, but you can go on get one of these little things for like sixty bucks, seventy bucks, and read them. It's great. I think I need a new iPad because suddenly nothing works on my iPad. I think they updated it, you know, oh, and then they, and then so nothing works. Planned obsolescence. Yeah, no, that's what it feels like. All of a sudden, like half the internet doesn't work. All right. Uh, And send out good wishes to Cassandra. Hopefully she's not um, sick with the COVID. And uh, and just if I didn't make it clear, everyone's fine over here or uh, I'm negative. The wife is on the mend. So we'll be partying in no time. And maybe, maybe you know, we shouldn't talk about uh, people's medical uh, conditions um, when they're not here. This is in the future. <laughs> Just in the future, maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> oh, I pooped again. Bye. Um. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Steve just froze. Yeah, Steve just shat his pants out of pity uh, or, or, or disbelief. I think that was a disbelief <clears throat> pants pooper. All right, everybody, that's long enough. We will see you next Tuesday. Pimp that fuck. Time to pimp that fuck. Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at smodcast.com. <laughs>